David Malik's insightful exploration into the realm of wisdom and poetic literature within the Bible illuminates the nuanced and multifaceted nature of biblical texts. He meticulously categorizes the Bible into various forms of literature, including narrative, legal, historical, poetic, prophetic, gospels, epistles, and apocalyptic works. This classification emphasizes the diverse methodologies through which divine messages and teachings are conveyed, accentuating the richness of the biblical canon. In his discourse, Malik asserts the profound influence of the fall of mankind as depicted in Genesis, detailing its pervasive repercussions on supernatural and natural relationships, as well as societal dynamics. This foundational biblical event sets the stage for the necessity of salvation and the role of scriptures in guiding humanity towards reconciliation with God, each other, and the broader challenges of life. Specifically, Malik delves into the significance of wisdom and poetic literature in addressing the complexity and brokenness inherent in human existence. He highlights the practical value of books such as Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon, each of which tackles distinct aspects of the human experience. Job confronts the enigma of suffering beyond human comprehension. Psalms articulate the vast spectrum of human emotions in relation to God, ranging from fear and doubt to triumph and joy. Proverbs offers pragmatic guidance for navigating life within the framework of divine laws and the natural order. Ecclesiastes seeks the essence of fulfillment beyond earthly pursuits, pointing to the divine as the source of true meaning. And Song of Solomon celebrates the depth and beauty of love within the covenant of marriage. Malik's analysis posits that the Bible's literary diversity is intentionally designed to resonate with both the intellect and the heart, fostering a comprehensive and deeply engaging spiritual journey. Through this lens, wisdom and poetic literature serve as invaluable resources for cultivating a life of wisdom, integrity, and profound faith amidst the trials and complexities of the human condition. Also, Malik's insightful examination into the essence and design of wisdom literature unveils its core objective, to practically apply truths derived from the creation and the law into the fabric of daily life. This ancient literary form seeks to endow its readers with a refined skill, akin to good common sense, for navigating the complexities and choices life presents. Wisdom literature does this through the strategic use of generalizations and maxims, which, while conveying truths, are purposefully not exhaustive. They encapsulate insights from specific vantage points, inherently limited in scope, which prompts readers to discerningly apply these truths within the appropriate contexts. Among the biblical examples indicated by Malik, Proverbs stands out for its collection of succinct, wise sayings that guide individuals in prudently applying knowledge across various life situations. Job, on the other hand, confronts the enigmatic nature of evil and suffering, challenging the notion of maxims as ultimate solaces during tribulations, and instead portraying God as the sole source of meaningful resolution, capable of transforming evil into good for divine purposes. Ecclesiastes embarks on a quest for a definitive maxim to elucidate the essence of life, ultimately revealing that life's true essence transcends human wisdom, being instead a divine gift meant for responsible and rewarding engagement. The Song of Songs diverges as a more poetic discourse, celebrating love as a profound human experience that dignifies and honors the individuals involved. Meanwhile, Psalms, though more akin to poetry, 
integrates elements of wisdom by capturing the raw emotive exchanges between man and God, ranging from despair to elation, infusing these expressions with insights into faith and the human condition. In essence, Malik's exploration reveals wisdom literature as a dynamic and varied yet cohesive body of work, unified in its aim to weave divine truths into the tapestry of human experience. Its teachings, encapsulated through generalizations and vivid portrayals of life's intricacies, invite readers into a deeper, more purposeful interaction with both the divine and the mundane. Moreover, the nuanced tapestry of Hebrew poetry and wisdom, as dissected by Malik, showcases a profound depth that transcends mere sound, delving into the sophisticated realm of thought, paralleling in sound rhythm. At the heart of its distinction is the employment of various forms of parallelism, a stylistic device that effectively conveys layered meanings and enhances the resonance of ideas. Synonymous parallelism, for example, maintains pivotal concepts by stating them twice, albeit slightly varied in expression, serving both to reinforce and clarify. Meanwhile, synthetic and climatic parallelism intricately build upon an initial premise, subtly enriching the narrative or assertion with each successive line. Equally intriguing is emblematic parallelism, which pairs straightforward declarations with vivid imagery, thus bridging the abstract and the concrete to foster a deeper engagement with the text. In contrast, antithetical parallelism leverages the power of juxtaposition, presenting dichotomous ideas to point out truths through contrast. Chiastic or inverted parallelism ingeniously flips the arrangement of words or phrases, creating a mirror-like structure that reiterates interrelations and underpins central themes. The acoustic beauty of Hebrew poetry is maintained through an array of literary devices. Acrostic poems form mnemonic devices and convey completeness through their structured alignment with the alphabet or specific phrases. Sound devices like alliteration, assonance, and paranomasia enrich the auditory experience, deepening the thematic impact through repetition and wordplay. Onomatopoeia, ellipsis, and inclusio further stylize the text, adding layers of meaning and structural coherence. Beyond these poetic devices, Hebrew wisdom literature is rich with diverse speech forms, ranging from parables and riddles to wise sayings and numerical proverbs, each contributing to the exploration of ethical, philosophical, and existential dilemmas. Through rhetorical questions, allegory, satire, and irony, these texts invite readers into a reflective dialogue with the wisdom of the ages, offering profound insights into the human condition, moral integrity, and the pursuit of divine understanding. Through Malik's exploration, it becomes evident that the complexity and beauty of Hebrew poetry and wisdom literature lie in their unique blend of thought rhythm and sound rhythm, weaving together a literary fabric that deeply engages both the mind and the heart. Furthermore, Malik's examination of the canonical order of the wisdom and poetic books eloquently navigates the historical evolution of the Hebrew Scriptures organization, focusing on the significance of this evolution for both Jewish tradition and the broader understanding of biblical texts. Initially, the Hebrew Scriptures were divided into two main categories, the Law and the Prophets. This division reflected the primary way in which the early Jewish community categorized their sacred writings, repeating the foundational role of the law and the continued guidance provided by the prophetic writings. However, by around the 2nd century BC, a notable shift occurred that expanded this system into a threefold classification, 
adding the writings as a third category alongside the law and the prophets. This transformation wasn't merely administrative. It offered a more refined way to understand the diversity and depth of the Hebrew scriptures. The inclusion of the writings recognized the importance of works that didn't fit neatly into the categories of law or prophecy, thus enriching the canon with a broader spectrum of wisdom and poetic literature. Malik identifies several reasons for this organizational shift. One reason was to distinguish between authors who were recognized prophets and those who, although inspired, did not hold a formal prophetic office. Another reason, perhaps reflecting changing attitudes over time, concerned the canonical status of books not authored by prophets, and practically, the threefold division catered to the text's topical and festive relevance, which the original twofold division might not fully encompass. Within this expanded framework, Psalms, Proverbs, and Job were specifically underlined as poetical books, collectively known as the Book of Truth, underscoring their distinct literary style and theological depth. Furthermore, the translation of these Hebrew scriptures into Greek, producing the Septuagint, introduced a subject-based categorization of the Old Testament. This early translation effort laid the groundwork for the modern fourfold classification of scripture into law, history, poetry, and prophecy, a system that aligns with contemporary biblical studies and enhances our understanding of the rich tapestry of the biblical canon. Malik's insights into these developmental milestones offer a deeper appreciation of not only the internal organization of the scriptures, but also the historical and cultural processes that shaped their canonical formation. In addition, Malik's insightful analysis of the Book of Psalms provides a comprehensive perspective on its structure, purpose, and thematic organization, which is deeply entwined with the historical and spiritual journey of the nation of Israel. According to Malik, the Psalms are more than a collection of individual religious poems. They are a meticulously organized reflection of Israel's challenges, triumphs, and profound relationship with God, especially in relation to the Davidic covenant. The canonical order of the Psalms is divided into five books, each corresponding to significant periods in Israelite history and thematic elements relevant to those times. The introduction, composed of Psalms 1 and 2, sets the theological and thematic tone by emphasizing the blessing of righteousness and the foundational role of the law. Book 1, encompassing Psalms 3 to 41, dives into David's turbulent period of conflict with Saul, capturing the essence of personal and national distress yet also accentuating the steadfast trust in God's protection and justice. Transitioning into Book 2, Psalms 42-72, the focus shifts to David's kingship, exploring themes of divine anointment, leadership, and the covenantal relationship between God and David, which is emblematic of God's relationship with Israel. Book 3, Psalm 73-89, addresses the Assyrian crisis from a reflective lens, pondering the difficulties of understanding God's will in times of national turmoil. This is followed by Book 4, Psalms 90, 106, which emerges from the shadows of the Temple's destruction and the Babylonian exile, embracing a tone of introspection, lamentation, and ultimately hope for renewal and restoration. Further, Book Fev, Psalms 107-150, celebrates the return from exile, marking a period of rejuvenation, thanksgiving, and contemplation on the lessons learned during the darkest periods of Israel's history, culminating in a climactic series of praises, Psalms 146-150, that
that rejoice in God's eternal faithfulness and sovereignty. Through this structured lens, Malik offers a nuanced understanding of the Book of Psalms as a dynamic narrative that mirrors the spiritual heart of Israel across different epics, anchored by the enduring promise of the Davidic covenant. This interpretation not only enriches the reading of these ancient songs, but also illuminates their significance as a testimonial of faith and resilience. Besides, Malik's examination of the Psalms illuminates the profound theological principle embedded within these biblical songs, the sovereignty and just governance of the Lord over the universe. Central to this principle is the conviction that God will definitively establish His reign on earth, rewarding the righteous and punishing the wicked. This theme is not only pivotal for understanding the Psalms, but also for apprehending the Old Testament, OT, saints' perception of divine justice and providence. Unlike New Testament believers who possess a vivid anticipation of eternal judgment, OT saints primarily envisaged God's rule through the lens of earthly circumstances. This perspective occasionally led to theological difficulties, especially when the prosperity of the wicked seemed to contradict divine justice, a tension notably expressed in Psalm 73. Despite these challenges, the Psalms advocate for steadfastness in righteousness and patience in awaiting God's favor. Additionally, this outlook is punctuated by the imprecatory Psalms, which invoke divine judgment against those defying God's sovereign rule. Such prayers, found in Psalms such as 1015, 28, 4, 58, 6, 69, 22, 28, 109, 137, 9, and 139, 19, 21, reflect a longing for justice to be realized within the earthly realm rather than in a distant afterlife. An intriguing aspect of the Psalms affirmed by Malik is their polemical use of imagery to affirm Yahweh's supremacy over the gods of Israel's neighbors. Instances where Yahweh is depicted controlling the weather or the cosmos directly counter Canaanite attributions of these phenomena to their own deities like Baal. For example, Psalm 68.4 and Psalm 29. Unlike the mythological nature of neighboring religions, these portrayals in the Psalms serve to assert Yahweh's unparalleled dominion as a tangible reality, thus demarcating him from the fictional deities of surrounding cultures. Hence, through a vivid tapestry of prayers, laments, and worship, the Psalms articulate a rich theology that affirms God's ultimate authority and justice, catering to both the immediate and eternal ponderings of the faithful. Also, Malik's detailed analysis of the Psalms illuminates their intricate structures and functions, categorizing them into four primary forms, individual laments, national laments, declarative praise, thanksgiving, psalms, and descriptive praise psalms, hymns. Each category serves unique purposes, facilitating various expressions of faith, distress, thanksgiving, and worship. Individual laments are characterized by personal pleas for divine intervention during times of distress. These psalms follow a structured form starting with an introductory cry to God, including addressing God directly and vocalizing the need for help. The lament itself often outlines the troubles faced by the individual, involving enemies or personal grievances, and is followed by a profession of trust in God's power. The psalm continues with specific petitions for help, requesting hearing, salvation and retribution against foes. It concludes with a vow to praise God or an expression of confidence that the prayer has been heard, reinforcing the psalmist's faith. 
National laments, on the other hand, embody the collective adversities of a community or nation. Similar to individual laments in structure, these psalms start with a communal cry for help, acknowledge God's past deliverance, express the current communal lament, declare trust in God, and conclude with petitions for rescue and a vow of praise for the anticipated deliverance. Declarative Praise, Thanksgiving Psalms are expressions of gratitude for personal deliverance from distress. These begin with a proclamation of intent to praise God and include a summary of the praise, reflection on past distress, report of deliverance, and a renewed vow of praise, culminating in final praises and instructional messages. Moreover, descriptive praise. Psalms, hymns, are direct praises to God for His greatness and gracious acts. They start with a call to praise, list reasons for praise, including God's greatness and grace, and conclude with a renewed call to praise, encouraging the community to join in the adoration of God. Through Malik's categorization, one gains a comprehensive understanding of the psalm's diversity, showcasing their role in personal and communal expressions of lament, thanksgiving, and praise within the Judeo-Christian tradition. Each form reflects a different facet of human relationship with the divine, ranging from intense personal distress to communal celebration of God's providence and greatness. Furthermore, Malik digs into the Psalms, uncovering a nuanced landscape of theological themes and literary motifs spanning wisdom teachings, pilgrimages, royal commemorations, and divine kingship. Each category distinct within the Psalms offers profound insights into the religious life and expectations of the Hebrew people, while intertwining with the broader narrative of Hebrew scripture. The Wisdom Psalms, including notable examples like Psalms 1 and 119, echo the wisdom tradition found in biblical literature such as Proverbs. These psalms highlight life's dual pathways through various rhetorical means. Comparative better sayings, numerical proverbs, admonitions, and explicit blessings for following God's law. This emphasis on wisdom is closely linked to the Torah, with several psalms advocating for a deep engagement with divine commandments as the foundation of a wise life. Psalms 120, 134, classified as pilgrim psalms, carry the designation a song of ascents, referring to the religious sojourns to Jerusalem. These songs not only reflect the physical ascent to the city for annual festivals, but also symbolize a spiritual journey, encapsulating the joy and anticipation of these communal gatherings. The strategic placement of these psalms may also celebrate the post-exile return to Jerusalem, offering a reminder of the nation's religious heritage and identity. Royal psalms such as Psalms 2 and 110 focus on the anointed Davidic monarchy, touching upon significant life events from coronations and weddings to military victories. While these psalms recount historical monarchic realities, they simultaneously project forward to a messianic era under the rule of an idealized king who embodies God's justice and peace. In addition, enthronement psalms, for example, Psalms 93, 96, 99, broadcast the theme, The Lord Reigns, celebrating God's supreme rule over the universe. Though they may stem from ancient royal rituals or seasonal festivals celebrating God's kingship, their ultimate anticipation lies in a future messianic kingdom depicting a time when God's sovereignty is acknowledged in its fullest sense. Overall, Malik's exploration of the Psalms reveals them as a complex amalgam of historical reflection, theological depth, and eschatological hope, embodying diverse expressions of faith and anticipation of God's ultimate reign. Further, 
Malik offers an insightful analysis into the Psalms, focusing on the aspects of their authorship, classifications, musical and liturgical elements, as well as the historical contexts that they encapsulate. A significant portion of Malik's discussion challenges the contemporary skepticism regarding the historical accuracy of authorship notations in the Psalms. He presents a robust defense that includes the abundant scriptural evidence supporting David as a prolific writer of sacred songs and Moses's authorship of Psalm 90 through internal references. Moreover, he explores the grammatical structures in Hebrew that suggest authorship, alongside archaeological findings that refute the theory proposing the psalm's composition, occurred mainly in the Maccabean period. Malik indicates the reverence with which these texts were held by Christ and his apostles, maintaining their spiritual significance. Malik meticulously categorizes the psalms based on their purported authors, which range from notable biblical figures such as Moses and David, to Asaph, the Ezraites Heman and Ethan, and Solomon. Beyond authorship, the psalms are further defined through technical terminologies that hint at their musical and ritual application. Terms such as mizmor, a song with string accompaniment, shear, song, and maskal, a contemplative poem, provide insights into the diverse nature of the psalms. The exploration extends into musical instructions and terms related to the performance and instrumentation, including directions to choir leaders, mentions of the sons of Korah, and the utilization of various stringed and wind instruments. Besides, Malik touches upon the liturgical indicators like those signaling use during the Sabbath, Thanksgiving, and other specific observances, pointing out the psalm's integral role in worship and religious ceremonies. The historical notices, especially those detailing events from David's life, enrich our understanding of the psalms as deeply personal yet universally resonant texts. Through his comprehensive analysis, Malik portrays the psalms not just as ancient scriptural compositions, but as dynamic expressions of faith, worship, and human emotion spanning generations. Last but not least, Malik presents an insightful narrative that portrays the psalms as a profound spiritual mirror, reflecting the vast spectrum of human emotions and experiences. Drawing inspiration from John Calvin's characterization of the Psalter as an anatomy of all the parts of the soul, Malik illuminates the universal relevance of the Psalms. Calvin's metaphor beautifully encapsulates how the Psalms serve as a comprehensive portrayal of human emotions, reiterating the text's unique capacity to empathize with every facet of the human experience. The Psalms, through the divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit, capture the essence of human grief, joy, despair, hope, and the myriad emotions that define the human condition, positioning them as a timeless companion to the faithful. Further expanding on the psalm's multifunctional role, Malik likens them to the visual and architectural elements of medieval cathedrals, which served as illustrative portrayals of biblical faith for those with limited access to the scriptures. This analogy repeats the psalm's function as an accessible and vivid representation of spiritual truths, bridging the gap between the divine and the everyday believer. Malik articulates several key purposes of the Psalms, which together sketch a comprehensive view of their spiritual utility. Among these purposes, the Psalms are described as vehicles for expressing the divine word, revealing God's character, facilitating personal connection with God, bolstering faith in God's faithfulness, and affirming the certainty of God's righteous judgment. Additionally, they serve as both a liturgical hymnal and a personal devotional guide enriching the worship practices of the Jewish faith 
and offering guidance for individual believers seeking to deepen their relationship with God. Also, the Psalms are underlined as tools for encouraging believers to revel in the joy of their relationship with God and the blessings that flow from it. The unique blend of personal expression, communal worship, and theological reflection found in the Psalms underscores their enduring relevance and power. Malik's analysis elucidates how the Psalms continue to provide spiritual nourishment, guidance, and consolation to believers, transcending time and cultural boundaries to speak directly to the hearts of those who engage with them. Thus, the Book of Psalms stands as a pivotal text within the biblical canon, serving as a source of inspiration, solace, and spiritual growth for the faithful across generations. In conclusion, Malik offers an exhaustive examination of the Psalms, deeply nestled within the realm of wisdom and poetic literature of the Bible, revealing their intricate structure, thematic richness, and enduring spiritual significance. By delineating the Bible into distinct genres, including narrative, prophetic, and poetic, among others, Malik illuminates the complex methods through which divine guidance is imparted. He emphasizes the catastrophic fall of mankind as a pivotal biblical event, underpinning the profound need for salvation and the Scripture's role in navigating the path toward reconciliation with God. Moreover, focusing on wisdom and poetic literature, Malik elaborates on the unique contributions of Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon, each addressing the quintessential elements of human existence from suffering to joy, moral conduct, the pursuit of meaning, and the celebration of love. He identifies wisdom literature's core aim as the practical application of divine truths to daily life, employing generalizations and maxims to guide moral and ethical decision-making. Furthermore, Malik's analysis of Hebrew poetry accentuates the sophisticated use of parallelism, literary devices, and speech forms that amplify the text's thematic depth and encourage reflective engagement. In addition, he discusses the historical categorization of Hebrew scriptures, affirming the evolution from a twofold division to including the writings, which acknowledge the breadth of wisdom and poetic texts. Further, the examination of the Psalms showcases their role as a reflection of Israel's historical and spiritual journey, categorizing them into individual and national laments, thanksgiving psalms, and hymns. Malik uncovers diverse theological themes, from wisdom teachings to divine kingship, articulating the Hebrew people's religious life and eschatological hopes. Besides, addressing authorship and the psalm's role in worship, Malik counters skepticism about historical authorship, asserting their liturgical import. He poignantly describes the psalms as a spiritual mirror, showcasing their universal relevance in expressing the vast spectrum of human emotions, thereby serving as a source of inspiration, consolation, and spiritual growth across generations. Through his comprehensive analysis, Malik affirms the psalm's pivotal place in biblical canon and their dynamic influence on faith and human experience.